Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. In today's podcast, I would like us to look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 through 14, with some attention really on verse 14. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11 beginning, it says, This is a faithful saying, For if we died with him, we shall also live with him if we endure. We shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. And then in verse 14, Paul's telling Timothy, remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Do not wrangle over words. Do not argue and do not debate over words that are not according to truth, but rather matters of opinion and speculations. And so Paul says, remind them of these things. After reminding Timothy of the essential points of the gospel, Paul adds that Timothy must always remind those who are hearers within the church that he is working with, of these things. Timothy's job as an evangelist was to help the congregation always stay focused on the gospel. Unfortunately, there are many churches today that are constantly tempted to get its focus off the message that really matters and is tempted to become an entertainment center or a social service agency or some type of mutual administration type of society. Any number of things, really. But this temptation must be resisted, and the church should constantly remember these things. And what are these things? Well, we look a little bit further back at 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 8, where Paul tells Timothy, Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 11 through 13, as we just looked at, he died, and if we die with him, we shall also live with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. And so we see these are the things that Paul is telling Timothy, the evangelist, to remind the congregation of. But then in verse 14, we find Paul telling Timothy not to strive about words where there is no profit. At the same time, there were things that Timothy must not focus on. The church must stand for truth, but it must not become a debating society. I think we all know that we can get distracted by endless discussions or strife over things that don't have central importance. Words, not things, have been a most fruitful source of contention in the church and among religious people in general. And so we need to notice first that teaching is rightly condemned on the sole ground that it does no good. If it's not edifying, then we don't need to be teaching it. And so away with all speculations that produce no edification. When we look at this, What we find is the result, and the result, Paul says, is that it's to the ruin of the hearers. This shows that it is a serious matter and there is much to lose. If we take the focus off the message of God and put that focus on human opinions or speculations or endless debates, the result is that it's going to ruin those who are listening. The Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 Yet if people do not hear the word of God, then ruin comes by hearing the opinions and speculations and the entertainment of men. And how sad that is. And so Paul tells him, keep focused, pay attention to your own life, 
to your ministry and remind the brethren of that which is center importance. And he tells Timothy, you be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Be diligent. Present yourself approved to God. That's your goal. That's all of our goals. We need to present ourselves approved to God in that, you know, we're not worrying so much what other people think. We're not trying to impress people with our words or our opinions or our speculations. The only person that we need to impress upon anything to show that we are diligent disciples is to present ourselves approved to God. And that's it. That's all we need to be concerned about. There's a short story that gave me this idea for this podcast that I came across the other day titled The Donkey and the Tiger. I'd like to share this with you because this is very fitting. Though it's not a biblical story, it is a story nonetheless that has truth attached to it. The donkey told the tiger, the grass is blue. The tiger replied, no, the grass is green. And so the discussion became heated. And the two decided to submit the issue to arbitration, and to do so, they approached the lion, the king of the jungle. Before reaching the clearing in the forest, where the lion was sitting on his throne, the donkey started screaming, Your Highness, is this true, that the grass is blue? And the lion replied, True, the grass is blue. The donkey rushed forward and continued, The tiger disagrees with me and contradicts me and annoys me. Please punish him. And then the king declared, The tiger will be punished with five years of silence. The donkey jumped for joy and went on his way, content and repeating, The grass is blue, the grass is blue, the grass is blue. The tiger accepted his punishment, but he asked the lion, Your majesty, why have you punished me? After all, the grass is green, is it not? And the lion replied, In fact, the grass is green. The tiger asked, So why do you punish me? And the lion replied, That has nothing to do with the question of whether the grass is blue or green. The punishment is because it is not possible for a brave, intelligent creature like you to waste time arguing with a donkey and on top of that to come and bother me with that question. The moral of the story is this. The worst waste of time is arguing with the fool and the fanatic who doesn't care about truth or reality, but only the victory of their beliefs and illusions. And so for us, let us never waste time on discussions that make no sense. There are people who, for all the evidence presented to them, do not have the ability to understand, and others who are blinded by their own ego, their hatred, their resentment, and the only thing that they want to do is be right, even if they are not and they know it. And so as we close, remember that Paul has given us two reasons why arguing over words is not helpful. First, there is no benefit to be gained by arguing over words, or in this particular sense, irrelevant details of Scripture. By this, Paul does not suggest that we take a shallow view of the Bible, but rather he means to avoid conflict over doubtful issues. And it's kind of a Romans 14 application. We're not going to argue over meat and vegetables. Paul had specifically in mind those who were false teachers, or those who would come in and try to persuade Christians to follow the Jewish laws. But the second thing that we find Paul giving us in this text as to why we don't argue over words is because arguing about words only ruins the hearers. And so let's not be those people. When ignorance screams, intelligence shuts up. Your peace and your tranquility are worth much more. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it's my prayer that God be with you 
and that you seek Him in all things. Until next time, God bless.